1: We're talking real money.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Yes, hello. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm back. And I'm sorry I was gone. Uh, it was um, it was a, 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 an unfortunate situation with my mother. Uh, who is now in a long-term care facility, and uh, I appreciate you uh, being understanding and all the nice thoughts. Thank you.
3: Not not just being understanding, all the support you've gotten, yeah, it's the prayers, nice. the notes. It the, nice. it very it's very nice. It's, it's really not. And by the way, it, to you podcasters, they don't know. They don't know you've been anywhere because you're there every day anyway.
2: Yeah, so. that's true. On the pod, I, I just got ahead of the curve on the podcast, yeah, so. but uh, I was not here doing the live show last week because I was in North Carolina uh, visiting with my mom, who. Got dementia in, like, two weeks. Just went in two weeks. Wow. I would like to tell all of you with elderly parents, uh, particularly elderly moms.
3: Where is the line, by the way, you, for that, just so you I know? Need,
2: you need, if they're in, like, a, you know, nearing care, uh, and something happens, they go, they, they like, lose their faculties very quickly, urinary tract infections. Oh, they're huge. Yeah. But They didn't realize they could make you lose your mind. That's weird. Oh yeah, no, that stuff's uh, so, bad news. Yeah. And uh, wow, and the anyway. topic for a future show: the long-term care system in this country. Topic for a oh, future I thought you were say show. U-
3: UTI. We're not. We're no, not doing no, that no. We're not doing the medical, violence. but we.
2: It is money. No. That is a money issue, and yeah, uh, that's true. And it wow, is. is that system broken? So, but we're not going to talk about that today. No, we're going to talk about another system that's broken. But we want to give you a phone number. <laughs> That's 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Give us a call. Don here, Tom there. We'd love to talk with you. Uh, Finding advice, the the, the process of finding financial advice, it's broken. But it's been broken forever. It it didn't just get broken. I mean, the advice most people get about investing has come from insurance agents and stockbrokers since the beginning of investing. You know, Merrill Lynch's of the world, the uh, New York Life's whatever, you know, you get it, you get an annuity, you get a life insurance policy or you buy stocks. Uh, but the advice has been pretty bad. But there's a lot of great information that has uh, come about in, in the last 50 or 60 years, academically based investing. And you would think that this really solid academic information would permeate, if nothing else, permeate the media. That the popular media, you could kind of trust them to give you the real story. Well, we listen to the radio and podcast just like you do. And we know just like you do that, uh, um, well, although, why did this we just listen to that? Oh, I was trying to record this, and it stopped recording for some reason. So hold on with me a minute. <laughs> I Will, heard you twice there. You're I know. So I don't good. know why we're well, uh... well. You know. All right. Well, I'll just uh, we'll do it another way. Anyway, uh, you would think you could trust him, But we we've listened, we've listened, and Tom recently was listening in his car in the yeah. Seattle area, and uh, that's because uh-huh. that's where he lives. Uh, I don't listen to radio in my car at all anymore. I only listen to podcasts. <laughs> he was listening to a show, and we're going to name names. And I want to let this person know that if anything I say is factually incorrect, we will give you time on the show to correct the facts. Although I don't believe anything I'm going to tell you is factually incorrect. He may disagree, but I don't think you can dispute the facts that I'm going to state. There is a show... In the local market that airs on the weekends, it's an infomercial. Just like ours is too. We pay to be here. They they don't put news. They don't put financial people on for free or pay them anymore like they did back in the old days. Um, and this guy calls himself the Money Professor. Says he's a financial professional. Well, I checked his licensing and registration. Uh, he is not. A registered representative with the with FINRA, the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, he is not a stockbroker or a commission financial advisor. He is not a registered investment advisor with the Securities and Exchange Commission. He's not registered with them. So. What kind of financial guy is he if he's not registered with those organizations? I'm going to guess here and say insurance. hmm? Yeah, he is only registered with the Washington State Insurance Commission, which means all he can sell are insurance products. He can't sell investments. However, there's one insurance product in the guise of investments we're going to talk about. Tom and Don are talking real money. In medicine a second opinion might save your life with investing. A second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high pressure sales pitch. Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system, make sure you get a second opinion with no cost no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or TalkingRealMoney.com.
1: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are Talking Real Money. Hello again.
2: I'm Don. Tom's over there. Today we're talking about financial radio programming, of which we're a part. Uh, and these days, there, I, I think almost everybody in one way, shape, or form has to pay to play. There are a couple of network shows, I think maybe Jill on Money, that doesn't. Uh, even Ramsey has sort of a system whereby stations get some, some, some money out of the deal.
3: Yes, they, uh, yes so they do
2: but so yep. a local local radio though on the weekend is filled with pay-to-play shows and there are a lot of them we've kind of addressed others but there's one that tom heard recently called the financial professor was that it or the money professor is the money money professor, professor the yeah. money professor yeah. uh a guy by the name of chris longworth he uh runs a company that he calls the financial education group and when you look at his website you really can't tell what he's selling you can't tell what no, he's it's selling. It's very generic. Yeah, it's you really can't. But if you yeah. check him out on LinkedIn, you find out that he also works for a company called Appreciation Financial out of Henderson, Nevada, which is he doesn't I work for them. I send all my money to Vegas, of course. He, sure. he doesn't really work for him. It's an independent contractor thing where insurance agents can hang their license there and get access to products from... Wonderful insurance companies like Athene, which I talked about yesterday on the podcast, or next, which yes, I'm talking about did. next week on the podcast. Uh, mm, Great American, yeah. uh, Allianz, Voya, all of our favorites. Um, and we mentioned that he is insurance licensed. So basically, all he can sell you is insurance. But he claims to be a big educator. Well, he claims it on a, uh, hold on, I got to pull it up here. He claims it. He, he
3: has an actual certification. Oh, it's in a, financial education.
2: In education, which anybody yes, can pay education. for. But he he claims to be uh, a a a teacher. And uh, this guy in, in this paid television show. It's not a real television show. It's from a marketing company in Arizona. asks him How does a consumer know the difference between sales and
4: service? A little bit of education will help that determine what is happening at the moment that it is taking place. And so having some basic understanding that a client can then draw upon, simple truth and facts, not hype and fiction of the marketplace, but truth and facts of how academically it's suggested one should structure yourself, having these facts in place, then when you're talking to an advisor or a salesperson, you'll be able to glean out the good parts of the information, you'll know whether they're trying to just sell you product or whether they're actually formulating a well-built plan that actually has some certainty about it.
2: The well-built plan he's talking about, lunch
3: the this, product yeah, he's referring to
2: this. is an equity yeah. indexed or indexed annuity, Tom.
3: Yeah. And on on his program, he goes through a meeting with a client Where the client at the end of the meeting says, wow, how come more people have never heard of this? How come more people don't know about this? Well, if you've been pitched by a financial educator that works for the insurance industry, I guarantee you have. But he says all the things that you and I have said for 20 years, so people might get confused, right? I heard the word academic Mm -hmm, in there mm -hmm. somewhere, right? I heard the word education in there. What I didn't hear, by the way, was fiduciary, which everybody now in this business is a fiduciary he
2: can't even claim it based on the fact that he's a commissioned salesperson
3: but he says they'll see right through the sales thing so okay but back to what you did is exactly what any consumer should do because anybody can say anything really and in this case you went and looked at his registration what official ties does he have to the industry? Well, really none when it comes to, you know, uh, financial planning or investment management. Nothing. Not, Not a thing. Insurance. Not a one thing. Uh-uh. Number two, when he says education, I would ask him, what are your sources of education? Now, you and I believed Fama French, for example. You mean many professors others, and Nobel
2: Prize winners? Yeah
3: like those kind of people so when people oh it's education it's all about it well where are you getting that education and number three this we've said this and we've said it for over 20 years always 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 a 100 percent pure fiduciary period not duly registered but always but so yeah i got kind of worked up when i was driving around on a sunday morning listening to this because it is it's really dangerous to people's financial health
2: and yet though here's the thing about all of the people who are doing this on the radio and elsewhere they sound so nice. Oh, he's going to educate me. He even says, "Hey, yeah, ca- call will. me for a for a free consultation with no cost, no obligation, and no sales pitch." I I don't I don't know that that's true or not, or are untrue or not. I don't know, but I can tell you. There is one product and one product only that this guy is selling based on what his claims are. He doesn't ever say the name of the type of product, but he calls it a risk-free way to make more money. Uh, in retirement and to get a guaranteed income. So the only thing he could be selling is an equity indexed annuity. And we've talked about these things ad infinitum. The reality is, and anyone wh- who is honest in this industry will tell you, equity indexed annuities. As a matter of fact, there was an article I read in Kiplinger's that called them a MacGyvered product. And for those of you who don't remember MacGyver,
3: he was the uh, tinkering around with everything, right?
2: And I'm do i I answered a question that's coming up in next Friday's. Uh, I think it's the twenty eighth or something. That's The twenty nine, I don't know. Next Friday's podcast, Q and A podcast from a woman who was pitched the most complex indexed annuity I've ever seen in my life from Athene, one of the companies they handle. And you'll see when you these things are not designed to be transparent, academic. Uh, educational, they are designed specifically to baffle you into making a purchase. Because then, these guys can say anything. I, I am confident, and this is something, again, I don't know if it's fact or not, but I am very confident that never once has Mr. Longworth told a client, I get an 8% commission when you buy this product from me. Or there is an 8% surrender charge for the first two years. I am confident he doesn't tell his clients that. I, I think he should. I think everybody should. We tell people exactly what they're gonna pay us. Exactly to the penny. Everybody should do that, but they don't because they don't want you to know. They don't. They don't they don't think that's important. And then and then finally he goes on and tells you. Here, I'll let the guy ask the question.
3: Finally, what questions should consumers be asking their advisors
4: these days? There again, that's the magic of of having a little bit of knowledge. So the question would be two. One, first, the most important question is, how much money can I lose? For is that not the most important part of the equation? If you have a lifetime of savings and you put it at 100% risk 100% of the time, you could lose a significant portion just before retirement, and that would be a bad thing. So how much could you lose is a very important factor. And then the second piece, which is the most important part, what is the guaranteed income? How much income per month can you count on, and how long will that last? (laughs)
3: And <laughs> I'd also say what number three when can I get my money back
4: yeah
2: I would say the, <laughs> How about the, that? yeah can, can I get my money back is it, it liquid yeah. uh but no the questions that should be asked initially is are you acting as my fiduciary what else
3: uh what else would be exactly what I said what is this based where does this product products come from what's it based on what sort of history can we look at where who came up with this idea
2: and um <laughs> How much do you charge? And if they say nothing, then you know you're talking to a liar. Because everybody charges something somehow, even if it's built
1: into the price. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: 855-935-8255. That's our number for calls, real calls. People actually call us i also listen to the show and we have calls lined up, but how come you're not taking any of them? I didn't hear you take them. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Steve, you're up. Welcome to talking real money.
5: Hi, thanks for taking my call. Big fan of the show. Thank um, you. I, it took me a, a couple dozen shows to adopt your philosophy of not trying to beat the market, but be the market, invest in uh, index funds, um, that are uh, passive, not active, and uh, low cost. And uh, VT is currently my biggest holding, and it gets bigger as it becomes appropriate. So I thank you for that.
2: Well, we just wear you but, down no, gotta, after a while. Yeah, yeah. we wear you yeah, down. Yeah, I gotta
5: say it, what it, took it, so. It, I gotta say what took so long. <laughs> come on, I mean, really. That's... I'm a little bit slow on the uptake, but I, I'm with you. But that being said, there's two subjects that come up nearly every show that drives me a little uh, bonkers. And it probably is, again, my ignorance or not understanding. One of them is, like Don just said, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I've heard Dimensional Funds speak. They're the first ones that say they're active managers. I believe your take on that is, well, yes, they say they're active managers, but they're using factors and they don't even even have to follow the factors. Is that Mm -hmm. fair?
2: Summary. Yes, that is very fair. Okay. That was a very, very good it's characterization.
5: Rules. It's rules-based. It's rules-based. Rules based. Yeah. yeah, it's rules-based. Okay. Yeah. And, and it may be me being off, but if humans are picking the rules or factors and humans are deciding whether to follow the results of those rules or factors, to me, I kind of agree with dimensional. I think they're actively managed. I think they're an active manage, manager you're happy with and you believe in, I really, really do believe if humans are picking the factors or roles and humans are deciding whether to ignore or accept them, to me that's active management. And what am I missing? I
2: I think we're we're quibbling over semantics a little, but here's the difference. These rules are based on 50-plus years of research that have found this factor, this factor, and this factor have improved – have shown to have have improved returns in the past. So what they do is they they slavishly follow the factors and add a few rules that they've – for things they've determined cause more volatility in the portfolio, like not selling – instantly when something leaves a particular factor uh not trying to they don't want to move the market so yeah there is there is a, a, a some human process involved in setting those rules up but once those rules are in place they follow them slavishly
3: and there's no for example okay, stock they, picking they, there heard is them say they can
2: not
5: ignore the factors that they used to but i'm sorry I'm say it again yeah they, they they they
2: they try not to ignore the factors. Now, can anybody can yes, but but from everything we've learned from dimensional, they pretty much follow those factors. They they are not they are not looking at the the parking lot of Walmart and trying to determine whether or not to buy Walmart. They're not doing fundamental analysis nor are they doing technical analysis, which to me are the hallmarks of active management.
3: Yeah, and exa- I mean, I think that's yeah, precisely and have- it. And you can contrast that uh, real quick, Steve, with the fact of somebody like a Kathy Wood that looked at the marketplace and said, hey, these companies are going to do far better than these other firms. Dimensional would never take that approach. They don't look at the field every day and say, hey, wait a minute. It's time to get out of Tesla into into Robolex. They wouldn't make that kind of judgment call. Instead, they'd say the evidence looks this way for a long period of time, and this is how we're going to build portfolios based on that.
2: And I agree with you, by the way, Steve. I agree that the terminology is failing us. When we have it in a black-and-white term, passive or active, then we have a real problem with nuance, um, and so I hate the fact that they call themselves active. I wish there was a third term somewhere in the middle or a fourth or a fifth. You know, it's like the uh, the the uh, Inuit terms for snow. They've got wet snow yes. and dry snow and cold, sloppy snow. And you got different words for all these snows. We need different words for the way investment portfolios are managed rather than just the two, the binary. Uh, but because it, it is confusing. I'm with you.
1: Tony. We're talking real money. And we're talking real
2: money with you all the time. Like five days a week. We do it on Saturdays. Six. six. Well, okay. Five shows in terms of podcasts. <laughs> but yeah, That's we true. do work five, six days a week. Oh, you know, sometimes seven. Uh, I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cox over there. And our phone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We'd love to help you with one of your money dilemmas. And one of the dilemmas we have, as we kind of talked about, where can you put money for for shorter durations or for safety and the best possible return with that safety implied, Tom?
3: Yeah, I mean, this comes up all – now it comes up all the time. As recent as like a year and a half ago, remember, you weren't making anything on any of these things. It's pretty interesting. And now, whew, real money to be made. CDs, I just looked this up today from our friends at bankrate.com. A one-year CD, the best rate I could find, 5.6% at Forbright Bank, which is not a bank I'm familiar with, but they're FDIC insured. You get your money back there. A three-year Three year CD, uh, the best rate they had at bank rate at Barclays for 4.5%. So that's one place. Um, this is another one we've talked about for a long time. High yield savings.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, listen to this. Uh, right now, CIT Bank 5.05, 5.05. Over that's
2: five.
3: Over five. That's a lot of money. Uh, how about the money market? Um, Vanguard's money market fund, VMFXX 4.2. But here's the one that's, uh, that caught our attention recently. Pretty interesting because we didn't know. We certainly knew what, you know, brokered CDs, laddered CDs, but Schwab now is a service where they do it for you.
2: I am doing it right now. I literally am doing it right now. I took $100,000 I had in BND. Yeah, that's the Vanguard Total Bond. Total Bond. And I just, wait, one last trade. i got to buy one last CD. I just bought a five-year ladder. $20,000. Twenty thousand dollars. I mean, okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Here you go. Ready? Yeah. I have. Yeah. I ju- I now own these. I put um, twenty thousand dollars into a Citibank one-year CD, What's yielding five point five percent. That's pretty dang good. Citibank. Then That's I put yeah. another twenty thousand into InvestStar Bank into a two-year CD. How much there? Five point three five
3: pretty good for a couple Uh years man three year uh
2: three and four year i went to ubs again they're fdic insured ubs UBS. okay
3: okay yeah
2: uh 5.1 for the three year (laughs) 4.85 for the four year
3: pretty gone good and then
2: finally i went to synchrony i went to synchrony Synchrony? bank Uh 4.75 for five years which makes my average return over that five years 5.18%.
3: That's remarkable. I mean, this comes up because people say, why am I in a bond fund when I can do a five-year laddered CD and make over 5%?
2: Right, and my answer was, I don't know, so I did it.
3: (laughs) It's pretty hard. That's a hard thing to answer. I mean, we would still expect in the longer term, that bonds would yield more mm-hmm. in the longer term but this is this weird inverted yield curve we're in etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's it's a strange time but i eat.
2: found strange it was incredibly easy incredibly easy to build a five-year ladder at schwab using their ladder builder because I, ha- I happen to have an account at schwab so you might want to you might want to take a peek at it um it's kind of cool uh if you have a schwab account 855-935-TALK is our phone number so you're next welcome to talking real money
0: so well thank you thank you for having me yeah can you hear me pleasure. okay
2: our pleasure. we can yes yeah. thank you
0: okay perfect yeah no problem so i've listened to you guys uh for a long time and i i love all the information but for somebody like myself who's getting started say i have a lump sum of money like ten or fifteen thousand dollars that i want to invest how would i like the beginning steps how would i get started
2: in this? Uh, i love the beginning when you ask for the beginning step you're going to be surprised at what that is and when we come back from this very brief break uh we're going to tell you exactly what you need to do to get started and you're it's not what you think you need to do it's different which is important don't go away we'll be right back
1: Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming, and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no Cost, obligation, or high pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at talkingrealmoney.com or call 800 386 3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future.
1: Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: Hello again. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cox over there. We have so on the line and so is asking the question that everybody asks. And by the way, everybody should ask. But the answer you're going to get so is different than the answer you and most people want, because the answer is, what should I do with 10 or $15,000? And the question then becomes, what is the
3: purpose or what do you believe the purpose of that money to be? Right.
2: What do you want that money to do for you?
0: I would like that money to, to grow, but also um, work towards retirement.
2: Good. Growth ah, and retirement. Okay. Now, there's, now, there's one other important question that gets added on after that part. Don't ask me. How much <laughs> risk are you willing to take? <laughs> oh, okay. how, much, how much bouncing around can you stomach? Can you, can you stand to see your investment go down 50% and you'll just sit tight?
0: Yeah, I
2: could do that. I could sit tight for 50%. Wow. She's answered true. the two most important questions. Yeah. Okay, so the question then, if it really
3: is retirement. Mm-hmm.
2: She said it. And, we have no reason to, to to doubt her.
3: If if your household income, if you're single, is less than, let's just say, 120000 or if you're married, let's just say 200000 you could do a thing called a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with a Roth IRA?
5: I, I've heard of it, yes.
3: So, I mean, it'd be as easy as going to a major custodian, Charles Schwab, Schwab Fidelity, Vanguard. Vanguard. Fidelity. Mm-hmm. It would take you about ten minutes to go online and open a Roth Individual Retirement Account. Mm-hmm. Then you could make a contribution for twenty twenty three in the amount of. <laughs> I always forget the amounts. Come six. on. Six. Well, it 65 for old now? people like us, it's six thousand five
2: hundred, I think. So, okay. Now you're gonna make me look it up again. Me too. Because it changes because every year.
3: Because that grows, uh, so that will then grow tax. Sixty
2: five, seventy five. If you're okay. old, I thought sixty five okay. was right.
3: So you sound younger than that. So sixty five hundred dollars, and do you have income?
5: Yes.
2: Do you have earned income? So.
5: I do. Yes, I do. She does. She okay. Does.
3: Because you have to have income to yep. do a Roth IRA under the income <laughs> limits I mentioned. That would be the starting place for me. That'd be I'd I'd take sixty five hundred of it. Put it right in there, and you could you could use several different products. Then I my mm-hmm. favorite today, if you if you called me and asked me would be A V G E, that is the Avantis Global Equity uh, Exchange Traded Fund A V G E. It's one fund. It holds the globe. It kind of leans a little bit towards more small and value stocks, and it's easy. You simply buy that. It's inexpensive. There's no commission. And you don't have to do a doggone thing. They do it all for you every single day. They wake up and say, "Time to move this part, this part." It's all taken care of. Now, that would be your favorite? Don
2: AVGE. I love AVGE, and it's called the Avantis All Equity Markets ETF. Now, thank you. Will is it possible you'll have another six thousand five hundred dollars that you could put in a Roth IRA next year? From that fifteen? 15 no, no,
5: from
0: 15,
2: other 15,000? money. From other money.
0: Oh, okay. Um, for the sake of the question, let's say yes. Yeah.
2: Okay, cool. Then the rest of the $15,000 I would put into the same exact fund, but I would do it with a brokerage account at Vanguard or Fidelity or Schwab or whomever. Because you're going to own pretty much the entire global stock market, the worst that we've ever seen for the entire global stock market ever in history is a loss in one year of about fifty percent, which we've established you can stand. And then every year for the next few years, how old are you, so?
5: Thirty.
2: Yay! Oh, you have so much time. I'm so good for jealous. You. Envious. Yeah, I wish too. i had more time like you. And remember it goes really fast. Don't forget that. Um if you keep yeah. adding six thousand sixty five hundred dollars every year to this fund for the next five, ten years You're going to enjoy oh just with that a very comfortable retirement.
3: And remember, okay, so the Roth—that's money set aside for a long-term future at thirty. The other part, if your brokerage account—if you don't have an emergency fund, eh, you may take some a little bit of never. You're going to put some of that aside. Remember that anything that goes into AVGE should be looked at as money you're not going to touch within five years because the market's going to go up it's going to go down you're not going to want to mess with that so if there's any part that you say i just want to have a little bit sitting around just in case of an emergency
2: all right if this else. was a real live we were sitting down and doing planning for you there is another question that tom just asked that we should have asked and that is do you have an emergency fund
5: currently yes i do
2: how much do you have in your emergency Ooh. fund
5: about ten thousand.
2: Ooh. well Darn it! You're let's, just really go out tonight. What are do you you're doing? Have great! I'm just really yeah, I'm excited for you. Yeah. um That's thank awesome. You. You're you're acting really responsibly, and wow! And that is going to make such a difference in the future because so many of your peers are doing little or nothing, and you're already way ahead of them. So, God bless you. Go get them.
3: So go get them.
5: I appreciate it. All right. Thank, Thanks, thank so. you. Thank you for your guys' time.
2: Take care. Yeah, I forgot about the emergency fund. That's kind of important, too.
3: Yeah. That but she already come has first. it! I know. She's been, a think- well, she'd been listening for a long time. So, oh. again, the Roth IRA is for retirement. The other money could be for other purposes should they come up. But, as I said, anything in stocks, plan on not touching that for at least five years because the market at could least. go down for a long period oh, of time.
2: And, now. by the way, there have been five-year periods where you would have suffered a loss in, in a total stock market type portfolio right. not as dramatic as the 50 there has there's never been a 5 year 50% no. loss in in any total market index that I've ever seen so uh you don't really have to worry about that but or you don't could it happen anything sure. can happen you have to Absolutely. be prepared for it. almost anything <laughs> Uh, but the one thing you don't have to worry about, and this is the thing that most people worry about with the stock market, and it's a foolish worry, is losing everything. And, and that's kind of like the insurance guy. He alluded to that. Can I lose all my money in the stock market? In one stock? Yes. Yeah, two, sure. maybe. Yeah. All 9,000 of them? Hasn't happened yet. And we And been if been it much. does...
3: <laughs> Depressions, world wars, great recessions, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Economic we've been through crises, some bad stuff,
2: and yeah. we managed yeah. to survive so. even the Black Death. I mean, think about there that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, World War II. World War II, by the way, was the biggest global disaster ever suffered by the planet. And the, uh, many at the time. Economics, economics lives, Deaths, everything, sure. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything. And, and, and there were many at the time who lived through that who did believe that the economic uh, result of that would would have been a global depression with all those economies destroyed. Uh, but- It was quite the opposite in the it 1950s. It quite the opposite, it really yeah. was. Really. So, um, yeah, if you're worried about it all going away, don't because, um, well, I mean, it could happen, but will gold be, oh, start with first, the most obvious <laughs> one, will crypto be worth anything? No.
3: now you're you're quoting the the senator from New Jersey. Will gold be it. That's a whole lot.
2: Oh, Menendez Yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff in yeah. my yeah.
3: pocket? sure, yeah. why not?
2: Yeah. He's got ammunition in the basement. But that's that's not for survival, that's for the feds. 855-935 talk. Call us anytime.
1: We'll talk money. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: And since we're paying for this time we might as well get something out of it. Uh No. Yeah. yeah. Let's get our money. Like, we're going to sell meeting. you some indexed annuities now, everybody. So uh you know, Stay just line tuned. up line up for your little meeting and get sold something. No, you're not going to get sold anything. But you we know, will I'll have a little anything, meeting. Though. We Nothing. will have a little meeting. Absolutely with you.
3: free. We'll have a meeting with you and we'll meet with you and we won't sell you anything and we'll actually help you and it's easy to set up. You can meet But that's an what advisor. the other guy said. I know, you're right. It's all academic research, of course, and it's all 100% fiduciary. Uh, go to TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor. That's money. We hope you realize that the meet information provided on
0: Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately